Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 398, and I hope you all enjoyed last week's episode, 397, my conversation with Star Ridley. The episode is available on all the major podcast channels, and the write-up is at bemovingforward.com. That was probably one of the most enjoyable conversations that I've had this year and in a while, and really enjoyed it, and and Star's a pretty remarkable person. So if you haven't uh, listened to that episode, do check it out. In addition to that, the Summer 2022 movie series is now available as a collection page on the website. So if you go to bemovingforward.com, you go to miniseries, you'll find all the different episode collections. As I mentioned over the summer, I did a lot of updating on the website. And one of the big updates was to update the miniseries page, the different collections. So you'll find, actually, if you haven't been uh, for a while or if it's your first time visiting, you'll find a wide range of different episode collections. And I should point out, and I want to make sure that I am mindful of this because there are new listeners coming in. By the way, thank you so much if you're tuning in for the first time. And for those of you who are brand new to the podcast, this podcast has been around for a while and it's changed a lot over the years. So there is a uh, a trailer for the podcast. So on most of the podcast channels like Apple or Spotify, you can listen to the trailer, which kind of gives you a little bit of a breakdown. Uh, In fact, I updated it, I think, last year. But essentially, I'll give you the simple version Episodes 1 through 200 are mostly interview podcasts. Uh, From 201 on, it's mostly a solo podcast. So in 2019, I started doing topical miniseries where I spent episodes devoted to different topics. And then from there, in 2020, 2021, and uh, I did a lot of different um, uh, kind of mixing it up. So some were just solo episodes talking about different topics. Others were conversations. In, this year, it's been still a mix, but I, I have had a couple of series. So one was the writer series that I did uh, over the winter and into the spring. So that uh, those episodes have actually been quite popular. I've continued to update Poshmark. So some of you may be listening to this podcast for the first time because you've discovered it because of Poshmark. And if you go to the mini series page on the website... And that's another thing. If you're looking for specific episodes on specific topics... 
the best place to start is on the website, bemovingforward.com. Go to the mini series page. There you'll find the collections. In fact, I had someone tweet out to me the other day that the Poshmark mini series page wasn't loading properly. So I had to go in and make a couple of adjustments. So people are finding that page and hopefully they're finding it helpful and useful. So if you're looking for interviews, if you're looking for episodes on Poshmark, I have episodes on things like um, uh, creating a coloring book, launching a podcast, recording an audiobook. If you're looking for a specific topic, the best place to start is on the website. If you're just tuning in and you want to get a feel for the podcast, feel free to listen to any of the episodes. It'll give you a pretty good feel. And you don't have to start at the very beginning. In fact, uh, you can start with today's episode. You can start with my conversation from last week with Star Ridley. The only ones in which listening order matters or having collections of episodes are the ones in which they're tied to a specific topic. And what I've done, uh, especially this year, is I've labeled the titles of the episodes so it's a little more clear if they're related. So the writing series... Uh, has the caption writing series. Any episodes on Poshmark updates, I just label Poshmark updates. And today's episode is something that I do every couple of months, uh, is an update episode. So every, maybe once a month or once every other month, I like to do a check-in, just kind of let you know where things are right now and where we're headed. So the summer was a lot of, lot of different things I had going on. Uh, for those of you who've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that I took a mid-season break uh, right before June, and it went all the way through mid-July, and I did a mid-season finale on that. And the reason for those of you who are tuning in for the first time was I wanted to go back and uh, do a couple things. First, I migrated the podcast to a new host service provider. Uh, I am now on Anchor, uh, and it's been wonderful. Uh, and and I've for those of you who are wondering, absolutely absolutely happy with the service, and in fact that's going to touch on something that I'll cover a little bit later. I, I had to go back and update the website, and in doing so, I went back and updated a lot of the legacy episodes. So I wanted to make sure that the information was consistent and up to date. So for those of you who've been following me for a while, if you go to the website and if you look at some of the older write-ups and the older blogs, so I try to do a blog for every episode, you will see that a lot of the older material, which maybe wasn't quite formatted properly when I first moved to this website in 2020 or 2021, uh, has now all been updated, and uh, so the internal link should work, ex uh, that kind of thing. And if you listen to the older episodes, the information uh, in terms of the uh, the website and certain things like affiliate information uh, on older episodes should be all up to date. So that was a lot of housekeeping, and on top of that, I was finishing up my books uh, the Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, and I also created a companion seller journal, the Poshmark Seller Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses. I had to finish those and get those launched. So those launched in August, and, and they're available on Amazon. So uh, I want to thank everyone who's been supportive of that. I want to thank everyone who has been patient, and it's been a lot of moving parts over the summer. So I also want to talk a little bit about that, so I'm going to spend a little bit of time on Poshmark. So both of the books are out. Uh, I have a commercial that um, 
plays on select episodes. I'm not putting them on all the episodes, but episodes that I think are relevant, including this one. You may have heard it before the episode begins. So that's part of the um, uh, awareness that I'm building in the marketing for the book. Um, and and I talk about the, the publication process. Uh, so you can listen to that on the mid-season finale and the uh, mid-season return as well. The Johns Hopkins presentation that I did in February. So I was on a live stream. I was a featured guest for the Johns Hopkins Alumni Association. It was an online webinar on using Poshmark as a business solution. I'm happy to announce, and some of you may have seen this because I updated the Poshmark miniseries page, the uh, full presentation is available on YouTube. So uh, I have that linked in the Poshmark miniseries page. I'll have it linked in this week's write-up in case you were not able to attend the live stream back in February. A lot of um, the uh, uh, story about how, you know, my dad, you know, who runs a retail business, how we ended up using Poshmark as his e-commerce solution and why we went with Poshmark. I talk a lot about that. And I also provide some great getting started tips. So uh, that presentation is available on YouTube. I'll have it linked in the write-up. All right, let's talk a little bit about Poshmark. I do want to share a couple of updates. There are even all the way up through the last week of updating and editing the book, I think up to the 11th hour, there were some new features that had come out that I had to address and they are mentioned in the book. The book is about as up to date as, as possible up through the publication date. So August. Um, so all the way, I think like even a day or two, there were little additions that I made uh, based on some of the updates, but I will mention very briefly three, which are brand new on the platform. I will be going more into detail on these in uh, uh, upcoming episodes, but right now I just wanted to give you a brief overview. So the first one, and probably one of the biggest, last year Poshmark made a big step in terms of sharing. So if you are on Poshmark, you'll know that one of the hallmark features is the ability to share your listing, share your items, and one of the optimal times to do so is during, during Poshmark parties. So Poshmark parties are designated hours. I have episodes on this in the miniseries. They're also covered in depth in my book. But uh, last year, Poshmark made it easier for any sellers that have large item, uh, large number of items, large closets. And in terms of my dad's business, because he runs a brick and mortar business, we have well over uh, 1,600 listings uh, on Poshmark. So in the past, if you wanted to share out everything in your closet to a particular party or even just share it with your followers, you had to do so one at a time. And it, it could take well over an hour to do so. Last year, Poshmark added a much-requested feature, uh, the ability to bulk share. And I talk about this on the miniseries, uh, some of the update episodes that I've done. I've covered this feature, and I go in extensively into it in the book. Just recently, Poshmark added a big enhancement, the ability to select all. Now, that is a feature that since bulk sharing came out, I saw posts on LinkedIn and on Twitter, on social media, 
people asking, well, I want to select all feature. And I talked about this when bulk sharing came out. I said it was 90% perfect. It was 90% there. The remaining 10% was uh, I want to select all, the ability to select all, because the bulk share, the way it worked is that when you hit bulk share, you would actually check off each individual item. And I even talked with a couple of fellow Posh, Poshmark sellers, and some of them uh, came up with some workarounds where they would use a two-finger, three-finger, or four-finger uh, tap to select four items at a time to make it uh, to cut down on the time. I, I never got the hang of that, so I was always picking and pecking selecting each individual item and I got pretty good at it. It would take me maybe about 15 to 20 minutes to check off uh, all the items from a bulk share and about 1200 active listings. I actually break down the time in the uh, in the book. So I actually measured the time on how long it takes to individually share over a thousand listings, but also how long it takes or how much less time it takes if you do it through bulk share. Now with Select All, Select All allows you to hit a Select All button and you can select everything in your closet. I'm going to go into more detail on how to effectively use the Select All option. There are a couple of, of tweaks that may make it even more effective for you if you're going to be doing a lot of sharing if you have a large closet. So I'll, I'll talk about that on a future episode. Another recent addition that Poshmark made, another recent update is what I like to call the boomerang. Now, one of the big aspects of Poshmark is the ability to negotiate. And sometimes when you have a listing, someone, a potential buyer may make an offer. It might be lower than your actual list price. And I talk about this on the mini series. I cover this extensively in the book. I talk about the art of listing, uh, pricing listings, the art of negotiating, how to negotiate, how to set bounds, that sort of thing. I cover all of that in the book. And I also talk about it on the Poshmark mini series. But so Poshmark is very much a marketplace and there's a lot of bargaining. There's a lot of negotiating going on. So a buyer, a potential buyer may make a an offer to you for a listing. It may be below your list price. And it's up to you whether or not you want to accept that if you want to decline it or if you want to counter offer. So traditionally you you would have those three options one of the the big ones is the ability to counter offer so let's say you have an item listed for a hundred dollars someone offers sixty dollars for it you feel like oh, it's not quite there I'm not sure it, we're we're kind of close but not quite there and you can counter offer for say 70 or eighty dollars now Poshmark has added an option that once you have submitted a counter offer, if you want, if you let's say you decide you you've counteroffered for eighty dollars, the buyer has twenty four hours to decide if they want to accept that. Maybe in the interim, you decide you know what I really need to clear up some space, or I I've changed my mind. What you can do is you can actually submit override that counteroffer with another counteroffer that matches the last offer from the, the potential buyer. In other words, let's say you list an item for $100, you get an offer for 60, you counter for 80, you change your mind, you can override it and send back a counter counter or a new counter offer matching the original offer from the from the buyer, so the $60. And this is why I call it a boomerang because basically you're throwing back 
the same offer that the buyer made initially before you made your counter offer. I will cover this in greater detail again on a separate episode. Um, when you might want to use this feature, is this a feature that you want to incorporate into your repertoire? I have some different feelings on that, and I'll be discussing that on a future episode. The third uh, update uh, that Poshmark has made is QR codes. And I actually talked about QR codes on a recent episode right before I went on the mid-season finale. I talked about using QR codes, and I have a whole episode on that. Poshmark has now made it a native option. So if you're on the Poshmark app and you go into My Seller Tools, you can actually create a QR code. It's actually very nicely branded. It's got the Poshmark symbol in the middle for your store. Now, that's a very quick and easy way to do it. The other way, which I've talked about, is opening up your um, store on a browser, on Chrome, either on mobile or desktop, and then you can create the QR code that way. One thing to keep in mind, if you are promoting, let's say, your Poshmark affiliate link, so when you become a Poshmark seller, you have an affiliate link that you can use if someone signs up through your affiliate link. There there are usually credit or bonus uh, features involved with that, depending on what the current offer is. So typically, if someone signs up through your affiliate link, and they make a purchase, they may get a discount on that, and I think you get a bump from that. And it does change, so depending on when you're listening to this episode, the affiliate options uh, do update every now and then, so do check on to, to see if that's actually the current offer. But basically, you have the option of setting up an affiliate uh, link. And when you do so, it's just a URL and it takes you to uh, the, the Poshmark app or the Poshmark page on the web. So you can actually create a, a QR code for your affiliate link. So keep that in mind. If you use the QR code option in the pod, built into the Poshmark app, that is simply a QR code to your store. And that could be very useful if you just want to promote your store. But if you are promoting your affiliate link, you can actually create a separate one for that. And I refer you to my uh, recent episode earlier in the summer where I talk about creating QR codes. So I have a whole step-by-step on how to do that. Again, I'm going to talk more about these in future episodes. So I think each one deserves its own episode. So select all boomerang and QR codes. There are a couple of other enhancements that Poshmark has recently added, and, and I may cover those as well. All right, so September updates continuing on. I can't believe we're already in September. I mean, we're actually heading towards the middle of September. Really hard to believe how quickly the summer went by. So I'm on episode 398, which means I am right at the heels of episode 400. And that is a pretty big milestone. Anytime you hit a hundred episode. So if you go back and you listen to the prior episodes, each time I had a zero zero milestone, I did something a little bit different. Episode 400, I have not decided exactly what I'm going to be doing yet. So I'm still kind of feeling that out. But I can tell you that I will be making one big announcement on episode 400 that relates to the podcast. So uh, that much I can I can uh, let you know. There will be at least one major announcement regarding the podcast. 
but um, I'm still kind of deciding how I want to separate uh, celebrate episode 400. And I, I think I've got to decide soon because I've only got one more between now and I'm recording this uh, a little bit before the air date for 398. So I'm still kind of uh, ironing that out. Uh, I can say this much in terms of what's ahead in the fall. So this is another part of the updates. What do I have planned for the rest of the season? So there are a couple of things. Um, I will be doing a Poshmark update series. So again, those episodes are now labeled Poshmark updates. And I've talked about a couple of those features earlier. I'll be doing specific episodes, diving a little bit more into those features. So uh, you can... You can watch out for those. So I'm not sure how many episodes it'll be. It'll probably just be a handful. Uh, but I think some of these updates are definitely necessary to discuss in greater detail. Uh, as I alluded to earlier in the summer when I uh, did my mid-season return, uh, there have been some changes to, to the podcast in terms of the back end, in terms of uh, what's under the hood, and the biggest change being that I moved to a new host service provider. And I thought it might be time, because I did a Poshmark, or excuse me, podcast, in addition to Poshmark, I did a podcast miniseries in 2009, which is also uh, among the uh, uh, more popular episodes People want to know how to launch a podcast, and podcasting has not slowed down in popularity. Um, so I think there's a great appetite for episodes or information on how to do this. How do you actually launch a podcast? And in fact, I just got a text the other day from a friend of mine who uh, wants, wants, wants to launch a podcast. It's something that she's been contemplating for the last three years now. And so I thought it actually might be time to do an entirely new miniseries. Now, I thought about just updating the prior miniseries, but that, that miniseries is three years old. And podcasting has continued to evolve. If anything, it, it's just gotten that much easier to do. So I thought it might be worth actually doing a whole new uh, podcast miniseries. So I haven't quite mapped that out. I don't anticipate it being a ton of episodes. I want to kind of keep it succinct because I a lot of the legacy stuff that I covered in 2019 is still applicable. So I'm really uh, feeling out how much uh, to put into this uh, new miniseries. But I want to make sure that it is information that's going to be most useful to you, That that is information that you can take action on and execute and and launch a podcast right away if that's something you want to do. I may have a few more guests. Uh, I am contemplating whether or not to um, uh, have more conversations. I actually ended up having far more guests this year than I anticipated. The writing series, I think, was was a very unexpected surprise, and I'm so glad that turned out uh, as well as it did, and I'm just grateful to all the guests who've been on the show this year, and just speaking to amazing people who are doing amazing things, so uh, I'm contemplating whether or not I want to have more conversations. Uh, again, this is not an interview podcast like it was in the early days, although this year I have more interviews than I normally do. Uh, I'm trying to keep it conversational. And for those of you, and I'm getting a lot of pitch emails, and clearly no one is listening to the show. They're just sending me pitch emails. Please do not pitch me guests. I, I am very flattered and and um, that you are interested in coming on the show. 
but I have a very, very strict way now of having guests on the show. And it's typically people that I invite now. So it, it's no offense to anyone who wants to be on a podcast. I think it's a great, uh, it's, it's absolutely something you should be doing, but I am not opening the doors to guests. And that is actually clearly stated on the website, which obviously no one is going to as well. I'm just continuing to get pitch emails. And as, I, as I've said on the website, if you happen to be listening to this, I'm not replying to pitch emails. I, I made the decision and I put it right up on the website that pitch emails will be ignored. So, uh, you know, th take that as it will. That's my notice. And uh, again, I'm very flattered that so many people want to come on the show, but I am not opening the floodgates to doing an, a full blown, blown interview podcast anymore. So whenever I do invite people, they're usually people that I've known for a while. They're people that I, that I feel like will bring tremendous value and that I have some sort of connection with. And this was true of, of all the conversations I've had, including the writing series. These were people that I had actually connected with and interacted with. So I'd gotten to know them on some level before inviting them. So that was part of the uh, process of curating that list. But um, anyways, but I am contemplating having a few more conversations uh, on the podcast. So that's something that I'm, I'm kind of mulling over. But I'll also be doing a lot of solo episodes, uh, you know, as I've just mentioned, talking about updates to Poshmark, doing a podcast miniseries, that sort of thing. All right, the write-up for today's episode and all the episodes are available at bemovingforward.com. Just as a reminder, the mini series page is now a separate tab on the website. So you can find all the different collections there and my books, the Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, the Poshmark Seller Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses are both available on Amazon. So have a great week and I'll be back next week. You can find the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. The views expressed by any featured guests are not necessarily those of the host, the program, or affiliates. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.